Brontosaurus. Joe and his friends will hopefully not bore us. Welcome to the Podosaurus. That's enough. It's time as close as we'll get <laughs> it was on time on my end all right <laughs> there's a delay in in discord in delay in discord and speaking yes. about delay in discord hello good afternoon and good evening welcome to a lovely episode of the potosaurus here i'm your host this week ken and with me we have the lovely timber taff indeed it is i i have returned from my time not here. Yes. <laughs> and it's just us. Uh, Kyo is dealing with things, personal stuff, so, uh, I mean, he, he wasn't probably going to be on the show anyway this week. So it's just me yeah. and you, Timber. It's been a while since it's just been the two of us. Yeah, now just the two of us. Now let's talk about how AAA gaming is just so amazing and how, like, the design is just not cookie-cutter and unique in every which way. <laughs> Yes, let's let's rehash this conversation about how <laughs> incredibly um, original every AAA idea has been for the past five years. Hey, 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 this trend is <laughs> freaking amazing. Shut your whole mouth. <laughs> once once um, Kyo finally got down and played it, he ended up really liking it. <laughs> that makes sense. I didn't dis like it. It does actually have quite a few novel concepts. It's just mm -hmm. some people would argue it's not a game. It is a walking simulator because literally you mostly it's, just walk. But but it's the experience. It's like the the way we get there and just the anomaly of going through the events at certain times. Granted, you know the AI is a little little bit dumb at certain points that you can manipulate. But you know it's it's there. <laughs> About the journey, man. It's all about the journey, man. As I pick up my my my, my, my <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> Interestingly, it hadn't even occurred to me until just the other day that I've like exclusively played triple A games since the summer started. It's just that they've all a... been triple A games from like two thousand eight. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, you've been kind of playing playing it for a while, but you're just so late in. The... In the grand scheme of things, yeah, I I was just like, I, mean, I think it's about time I joke here, Timber, yeah. that you by the time we play a a triple A game for you, it's like four years from now. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Look, why. I'm, I'm still like, ca I can't I can't wait for that Returnal playthrough in 2025. Well, you know, yeah, I've I've been making great strides this year, though. Okay, just what was it? Just a couple months ago, I finally beat Warcraft Three: Reign of Chaos. So there's a few other AAA games between then and now that I have to catch up on. Just just but, a few, you know, like a few like hundred. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I I've really put a dent in it uh, this summer. Golly gee. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, how have you been? How how was your trip, by the way? It was good. It go was an see, excellent go trip. Go see the ozone. I didn't see Ozone, but I did have um, some interesting brushes with uh, with fame. Sting, if you're familiar, the guy from the police was there. Uh, I didn't the, go to his the, concert. The but... wrestler. 
<laughs> I feel like if I would have just rolled with that, you'd have been more excited. <laughs> you know, the thing is, like, when you texted saying, oh, yes, yeah, someone that I knew was played with Sting, and I was like, he's, he's a wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to think of the concept of music, and I was like, "Oh, that sting." <laughs> that sting, yeah. Um, I I didn't actually see his performance, but apparently he was at the stadium right next to my tram stop, and he just literally like was completely inaudible. I don't know what they did to that stadium. Either it was the deadest crowd on earth, or that thing was like quieter than the silent room from from the outside. Like I did not even you wouldn't have known that there was a concert going on. But um, beyond that, what was it? My uh, Seminal M was a band that one of my friends was a part of, which is apparently like an 80s hair band that exclusively toured Romania. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. And then, yeah. The other guy was on X Factor or something. I don't know. Yeah, see, you you run in a line of musicians, and did you, like, pull out your your tape of Gary Oak? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was like, check this shit out. I bet you never seen or done anything this cool. (laughs) Um, But, Timber, that got you on the map. You're internet famous. Well, well, your friends are mostly famous in probably Romania and the the following uh, outer regions around, around Romania. You're internet famous. Yes, I'm. I'm. Fa- I'm famous in like a hundred megabytes worth of the internet. There's like a, a sliver of a hard drive somewhere in which I am famous. <laughs> um, I don't know. Honestly, unironically, I do still like the Gary Oak rap. It's somehow, somehow that withstood the test of time. It it has the right kind of cheese. Unlike the other stuff that happened within, like, the two-year span there, where I'm just like, yeah, that's all entered the realm of feeling a bit cringy for me, but looking back on it. So, Timber, did you see any nine-foot-tall, you know, vampiric women? Um, let me see. I'd love to say yes, but unfortunately, everyone I encountered was shorter than me. I did find a US of A jeans right there. <laughs> I did find a uh, a graveyard though that was super like almost exactly like like what you saw in, in uh, Resident Evil Village. You would in the beginning in the beginning. Yeah, like you go village. you go in so you you enter past this gate which is rickety like it squeaks like hell when you open it. You go in mm. and you know you do your your business in the graveyard, but all of these graves are thousands of years old like this is a really ancient graveyard so most of the bodies have been placed in tombstones on top of pre-existing tombstones Mm. under the presumption that well this guy who died in the 1500s there's probably no one around who still cares about him he's probably completely dirt now so we can reallocate this to some new dead bodies and just the thought that the, uh, a graveyard can even get to a point where that could happen is just kind of insane to me. Um, if it was dark, the graves were so closely lined together and so haphazardly put on top of each other because it was on top of a hill. Um, in the dark, I don't think you could feasibly get out of there without smashing your face into something. Like, if you freaked out, well. you were you were <laughs> tripping on the way out. If, you know, if the undead didn't get you. 
though. That was probably the first time I entered a graveyard where I'm like, yeah, I can understand why people would be scared of this. <laughs> um, other than that, I went to a lot of interesting places. I realized that I didn't actually have a chance to talk about this trip. Um, I did go to two major tourist attractions. One of them was a salt mine known as... Um, oh, no. What was it? Salaturda? Oh, known as... Oh, no. no, no, no. It was Salaturda. Uh, I, I, I briefly had a moment where I was like, is it Turgovista? No, that's the town that Dracula destroyed in, in Castlevania. No. <laughs> um, Salaturda, which is a salt mine really close to the town that we lived in, it was converted in the... Do I have... If, if I were to say it, do I have to say it in the accent? Turgovista? Or Salaturda? Gerd. Sa- <laughs> no, it's okay. You no, you don't be... have to say it in the accent. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but it's. It sounds like you're saying Lord Sadler. That's Lord funny. Sadler. Um, but it, it it was abandoned, I think, in the 1980s, and then in the 1990s they mm. decided to reopen it into a tourist attraction and if you go into it you basically take an elevator down five stories which then takes you to a ferris wheel in the salt mine and then if you take another elevator even further down you get to the water table where you can then ride boats around in the water table and the entire thing is illuminated with lights that make it look like you're inside of a spaceship i mean it's actually really quite incredible so wait so it's underground. Oh, yeah, that's what a mine is. <laughs> I don't know what a salt mine is. Yeah. I live in an okay. island. If it's underground, we're hitting into that's the fair, ocean. That's fair, that's fair. And actually, I guess, I, to be fair, there can be things like quarries that people will sometimes just cogn- you know, cognizantly go, oh, that's a mine. But a quarry would be like an open-air pit that you mine out of. If it's a mine, then it's going to be underground, like in the side of a mountain or something similar but it was I see. so what ha- is there earthquakes in that area they do have them sometimes but not not as severe as say california or um or japan like i think i don't know no one ever talks about earthquakes there even though we do have so tons of mountains in that region so, so so what happens then when an earthquake happens oh if you were in the mine i don't know the entire time I was in there, I was questioning if this all caved in right now, I would be a part of a like global headline tragedy that could very easily happen because this is all very sketch. And we wouldn't know. We wouldn't yeah. know. <laughs> We'd be like, golly gee, that timber guy, he never got back to us. <laughs> we wanted to know if he found the big lady. Well, uh, you know, I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> You heard yeah. her sing, all right. I think there is a salt mine in that in Resident Evil Village too, isn't there? Like I haven't gotten to that part, but I believe. Yeah, well, I, I was gonna wait till we uh, uh, until you get there before I start making comparisons because I'm pretty sure it had to have been inspired by it. Yeah, maybe it was based on or inspired by because there are some trippy things in that yeah, last a, fer- a ferris wheel and some so. and some boats on a water table 
Well, well, there is a a, a mine cart that could be. Uh, as a... <laughs> all right. Hmm. I'll be curious. Uh, besides that, I also went to a town called Sigishwara. Um. It's Sigishwara. Yeah, it's a fun one to say. Uh, it's a historical town that was basically known for being and is still known for being one of the last walled villages or cities in Europe. Um, it still has its walls to this day, and uh, it is also walls so like you know city walls that surround an entire town, like the whole thing. Like there's a gate and there's walls and there's no way in unless you go through the gate. Yeah. Oh, oh okay, okay. Like like a traditional like European old timey. Like, yeah. Religion. The thing is that in Europe there are tons. There are ton. There were tons of towns that did this, but in most cases. Like, their walls either got breached and they never fixed them, and so they just kind of said, fuck it, or they had, like, they just, I don't know, the walls fell apart and they gave up. This was one of the few towns where, like, it stuck around. So they, they, they kept they kept track of it or kept the upkeep, yeah. so to speak? Yeah, uh, they, they keep it to this day. I don't know if it's for any reason other than just historical value now. Like, I don't think there's much risk of invasion there, but... <laughs> We, we just don't, we don't want to deal with people stealing stuff, so we don't want to walk. <laughs> no one's allowed in. Um, you can't actually get in very easily, though, but it's a, um, it is also known as the birthplace of Dracula. So Dracula was born in Sigishwara, um, Lad Tepesh, and that was cool. There was a lot of, you know, kitschy touristy stuff there being like, uh, I'm a bloodsucker t-shirts or whatever, you know, but. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Did you, get, did you get that for for what you call? No, no, no. So uh, for Alchemy Fox, I got a um, something called a ye, not to be confused with the word for yes and or no in Japanese, but it's it's a um, traditional Romanian like I don't know how to describe it vestment. It's just like what they would traditionally wear in villages, and usually these oh, were hand sewn, and they'd have like, like garments. yeah. Like a, like a garment, yeah. Yeah, and they'd have kind of some stitching in them with different colors and patterns that sort of represented what region of the country you were from. So, um, also, it's specialized in things like that, depending on what part it is. It is, yeah. So, um, mm. the region that my family's from would be um, embroidered in black. Uh, the one we found was blue, which isn't quite where my family's from but it is where my mom was born so it's still okay it's still technically kind of sort of accurate but you know it's what i, I could see. find <laughs> um let's see what 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 would it be if you were born outside and then you were just ingrained in the community would it be a specific color or is it just whatever town you just ingrained yourself into <laughs> Uh, it's definitely the latter, so it's less about where you came from and more about where you are, because that would just be the garment that you would have, right? You would go out to this shop, and you'd be like, okay, what clothes can I get today? Well, it looks like I'm going to have to get the red one, because I'm living in the red town. Um, and that's just sort of how it boiled into I don't quite know why this tradition was a thing, but uh, it's cool. It, it it gives you that like uh, what is it the seventh tower vibes where it's like I'm in the red tower and these guys are in the blue tower and we do things different here <laughs> like I don't know um 
or like in RTS games where you you pick your favorite civilization color. Yeah. Get those purple roofs. Uh, overall, it was a really fun trip. I spent most of the time in a major city rather than in touristy parts, though I really enjoyed it there too. There was this place called the Samsara House, which is a tea house that specializes in, um, I want to say really weird teas, but really their specialty was just aesthetics. First of all, it was set on top of this hill in the in the city and didn't really have any signage. So, like, I walked by it about three times before I was just like, is this partially open gate to a house it? Because there's no other signs that would tell me that this isn't just somebody's house. There's no, no, no way to tell that this is actually either a shop or a house. Yeah, so I was like, all right, I'm going to go in and... Sure enough, I was I, I was correct. I guessed correctly. I go in, and it's pitch black in there. They ask you to take your shoes off, and then you're given a choice of five different rooms, which all are themed completely differently. I ended up choosing the one that yeah. was, like, space-themed with neon-lit jellyfish everywhere, and it really felt like you were just under the ocean while drinking your tea. Um, and then they arrested you for breaking in. And- <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was the best part of the trip. <laughs> where I had to deal with the police officers. Um, it was... So that that was a, a pretty good highlight. There were some really good, like, cafes that had delicious desserts. The food in general is just a massive plus-plus for that area of the world. Was your stomach okay? My stomach was okay, but... Uh, I don't know. One of the things that happens... I remember we had this talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> if you go on, like, a flight... For me, anyway... Um, regardless of what I eat afterward, I find that I'm just like, I cannot or am unable to use the restroom for like three solid days. So that was awkward. Oh my dear Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Just like sick. Don't need to use the bathroom. But, uh, overall... A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff happened. I mean, I can go on for hours... Uh, there was one one noteworthy section was on our way to the Salina Turda. My grandfather volunteered to drive us in his car, which was a, um, I don't even remember what the model was. I think it might have been a, uh, oh my God, what is that called? It's the little lion thing. It's like the, the lion brand car. Hold on, lion car. What the hell is this brand? Peugeot. It was a Peugeot. Um, but it was like this tiny, no idea what the hell that is. it's a European <laughs> brand that really doesn't get to the States at all. Um, yeah, but it's like this people mover that's just literally big enough to hold four people and nothing else. Like there's not a trunk. There's not really even a front. It's just this pod. I'm just imagining this little Fiat looking little Absolutely. Just... <laughs> absolutely. That's exactly what it is. And this is, and it's a, and it's and a stick shift. Like st- <laughs> So the whole time while I'm sitting next to my grandfather, I'm I'm like crunching myself into the side of the door because every time he has to shift the gear, he like punches my elbow. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just, I'm just like thinking to myself, you're like probably a tall person comparatively to everyone else and everyone in this car. So you're just like a big a big thumbs. <laughs> just like oh god. So um yeah, we, we take this car, reverse it out, and as we're going, 
as we're going along. We make it most of the way there fine, but at one point we have to ascend a pretty tall mountain to get to the salt mine. And as we're ascending, all of a sudden, <laughs> the car is sort of shaking a little bit, and I start to smell something burning. And I'm like, do you smell burning? And he's like, yeah, nothing good ever comes from the smell of burning. And I was like, yeah, do, should we pull over and check and make sure it's okay? And he's like, nah. Okay, <laughs> we just kept going until we got to the salt mine, just shy of it. We got to the first parking lot, at which point this car simply stopped going forward. And we pulled to the side into, fortunately, a parking space, at which point my grandfather claimed that it was the parking, he had forgotten the parking brake on, and once it cools off, everything will be fine. I was like, okay. So we go, do our business with the so mine, come back. Totally wasn't the handbrake. Uh, we we got in the car and discovered that his gear shift was shot, so <laughs> uh, got that to a service center. At which point we waited for about an hour and a half for his friend to come pick us up. And while we were there, oh, by the way, the service center was closed, so we just kind of had to abandon the car there. But uh, it was okay because there was a stray kitten that just decided to keep me company the whole time I was there. Yeah. Other highlights, uh, there's this place across from my grandfather's called Casa Pirazilor, which is like a, it's a pirate, Casa Pizza it's roll? a pirate-themed restaurant. Um, arg. Arg. All the, all the food there is traditional Romanian, so there's nothing really, like, actually. <laughs> How was it? Well, did they say arg in a Romanian accent? <laughs> arg. <laughs> um... No, though, my grandfather has this habit of, like, befriending everybody he's ever met, and particularly things that are in a general radius of him, um, everybody just knows him, so I, I don't know what he did, but every, every time we went into this restaurant, it was like... So what, he was like Norm, then? It felt, kind of, but it felt more like a mafia thing, like they'd have this table set uh, <laughs> set aside just for him. It'd be like, come along. Come along, Mr. George. Please, have a seat. <laughs> and, and I don't know. He was also pretty feely with the the waitresses, which was partially embarrassing, but I don't know. They, they He's like everybody's grandfather. Um, interesting times. Interesting times. They, that restaurant also has... He, you know, did he, like, scratch his, like, the neck and between his chin uh, and between the chin and stuff? And then he goes, I have a... I have an offer. <laughs> um, Can't refuse. I don't know. He 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 picked fights with one of the other like older men that were there, just being <laughs> like, "Man, these these retirees that come these here, wasting the space in this building, <laughs> was just like really mean." <laughs> just like, why don't you just die? Yeah. At which point, at which point, this guy gets offended. They have like a little bit of a spat. He disappears, and about fifteen minutes later, he comes back in with a bunch of grapes and says, "I just got these from my garden. You guys want to try them?" I was like, "What the fuck is happening? Didn't you two just hate each other?" He laced it with poison. <laughs> Probably they were delicious though. <laughs> That's what makes. That what makes it good. <laughs> That's what makes it good. <laughs> the poison. Um, the menu for that restaurant was also wild. I didn't try any of these platters, but there were a couple of them that were like, this one is called the Maiden in Distress. And I was like, oh, it's 
a, was it like a pheasant like tied up or something? Well, it's like a bunch of vegetables and meats laid out to look like a woman with who's <laughs> naked with boobs. Um, <laughs> was it like a potato with two? <laughs> kind of. And then they had an even worse one, which was the captain, which was, you know, shaped like a pirate and had a massive, like, sausage penis, penis? sticking up, like, five feet. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Pretty raunchy stuff, but hey, the food tastes good. Did you try the penis? No, I didn't try the penis. I tried what it was technically made out of, but I did. I couldn't. I couldn't get over it. (laughs) I couldn't get over the penis. Why were you offended that I asked you? I I wasn't offended. No, it's a fair question. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Kyo would have totally gone for it. He <laughs> would have been more curious about it. Uh, so, yeah. Book ending it. That's the trip. Any questions? <laughs> Did you see any knife with all of them? Um... No, and frankly, even, like, her attire, like, obviously, she seems a little out of time with what she's wearing in the game. It's more like a Victorian outfit, but, um, yeah. but even so, like, there isn't really a time in Romanian history where they would have ever worn that, mostly because... She probably was brought in. We. What about the the daughters? The daughters. The daughters are wearing something that you would typically see, though. Um, unsurprisingly, what they Which... were wearing was like what they would typically put on corpses. So. Oh, which 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 would, would make sense? Y- you know? Yeah. And I I think for like Lady Demetrius, uh, for for her. I think because she was brought into the area and then she converted the people around in the surrounding village. Yeah, she could so be like an outsider. That probably the the daughters have much more of a local flair compared to what she is. I would agree with that. The only thing that doesn't make sense to me is why her last name would be Dimitrescu if she's not local, because that is a Romanian last name. Oh, that is a Romanian style name. It is. They don't pronounce it right, but it is. Um, they consistently said it's a very Western style, probably of saying. Well, uh, what would uh, what would be the pro- uh, correct pronunciation? The correct pronunciation would be the closest to how it just reads, which would be Dimitrescu. You know, you actually say the U at the end. Dimitrescu. But uh, so it'd be like how you would read it in Japanese, probably. Yeah, but I get, entirely possible that the Japanese developers looked at that name and they're like. It looks like we would say this, and since we know that that's wrong, because we're Japanese, we're going to self-correct and not do that, just to discover that they would have been better off just going with their instinct here. <laughs> but uh, but with that, you know, you kind of went back to RE8, so what, why don't we talk about your time with this in comparative to your, your trip? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, honestly, I'm making a video that's basically doing this anyway, but... Um, it was a... It, it's been interesting. There's a lot of things that now that I've gone back to it after my trip are actually... I'm finding more accurate than than original. I think when I first played this game, I was prepared to rip into it for its inconsistencies and accuracies and just being like, this isn't 
this isn't what I remember from my time in Romania when I was 10. <laughs> so naturally just had a heavy bias gee, against gee, it. I, gee, I wonder why. <laughs> um, I came back to it and this time around I was much more informed. So one of the biggest things was actually just looking at, uh, there was this kind of historical village in the town that I was in that you could go and visit. It was like a, a museum of old the old ways and old architecture even came complete with an actual living horse and ox just living it up in this historical mock-up of a village um all the houses have blue paint which is very much what they did in resident evil village all of the houses kind of have a similar layout where it's like there's sort of at most three rooms ish but even when they're rooms they're not, like, separated by walls necessarily. They might have an arch. They might even just have, like, a little lip between different um, elevations of the different sections. But it's not, like, it's generally just, like, one room where there's, like, a table. There's, like, the big centerpiece, which might be, like, a loom um, or, or, like, a rug or fireplace or something. And then there's the bed. And that's where you live. Um... It was also interesting seeing the fact that, like, understand the history of it and looking at, like, old-timey buildings. These houses that you're looking at that didn't have any plumbing or electricity are dated to the year 1920. And I went, oh, I see. So when, when I was talking about the fact that it felt out of place that she was wearing Victorian clothes... It's mostly because Romania just skipped the Victorian era entirely and basically lived in the Dark Ages until the 1900s. So they just kind of went from like, <laughs> yeah, they just kind of went from tiny little villages with no water or electricity to now we're under Soviet power and have like big apartment blocks made of cement. So uh, really explosive growth and change in like 100 years, roughly. Other than that, let's see. The food's mostly accurate, except it uses a lot of fish, which I mentioned a few times, and that's not necessarily something that doesn't happen in real Romania, but it would only really happen on the east side, which it sounds like the castle this game was based off of is on the east side, so that's probably where they got their inspirations. So I wouldn't know, because I mostly stayed on the west side, closer to the mountains. Uh... The castle is accurate to the castle that they were portraying. Uh, they were inspired by Castle Pelish, and they use a lot of the same color palettes, a lot of the same wood paneling, um, fancy chandeliery looking things. So pretty cool, and honestly cooler than actually going to the castle, because if you go to it in real life, which I apparently did when I was like five, but I barely remember it, they have most of the rooms cordoned off. So like you can go into the main like center room and you can sort of peer into these other rooms but you're not allowed to go into them most probably because it's like you know really damaged and kind of risky for you to be in them so in a way playing resident evil village is one of the best ways that you can just literally see this castle in its entirety without without being restricted the way you would in real life obviously there's some inaccuracies with things like having an entire basement filled with wine and or blood. What was that? Um, 
Oh, but it was award-winning wine. She won an award for that. With blood. People couldn't tell. <laughs> they didn't have taste until the 1920s, good lord. Um... They were, yeah, which is crazy. Which, I would say that's crazy, but actually it makes sense, because that is the kind of, those are the conditions my grandparents lived in. It really, my parents' generation was the first one to know what yeah, electricity was. <laughs> People couldn't tell. Timber, Timber, they didn't have Yes, yeah, my grandparents didn't so. have electricity. <laughs> it's weird, it's weird. This, 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 this is just days. how it was. <laughs> uh, I like it better. I, I do. So as as far as like things like historical accuracy or whatever, like it's closer than I thought. And I appreciate the effort that uh, it, I really appreciate the effort <laughs> that they went into work. to even try to be accurate, to even try and incorporate the local stuff. Like, it's a little frustrating that they didn't want to expressly say it's it's Romania when there's literally, like, oh. Romanian words in the game so, so and overall, Romanian architecture so overall, how are, how are and all these other the things that really, really spell it out for you. But what they did do was, you know, clearly thought out and designed to try and evoke that region. So... That region of the world is uh, a pretty interesting one because it has the Ural Mountains along its um, its side, and you'll actually see in the game there's lots of mountains off in the distance all the time, and I did find that to be a really striking reality when I was in Romania too. Uh, anywhere you drove, you would actually find mountains pretty much surrounding you constantly, and those mountains would be like covered in in fog and it was super beautiful to look at you'll find if you ever look up pictures of romania this is what you'll find is like lots of pictures of fog rolling over mountains and autumn leaves uh funnily enough while i was driving though uh they have finally started constructing some high some highways but they're incomplete there still are not highways that connect across the entire country so you'll generally have like You'll hop on a segment of highway, it'll take you through like a couple of cities, and then you'll ride down. And once you've gotten um, to the bottom, you'll start moving along, and you'll see this chunk of highway, just elevated highway in the middle of the ground, not connected to the rest of the highway, not accessible by car, it's just sort of floating in space, waiting to be part of a highway at some point as they continue to work on making these happen. Um, but besides that, let me see. They're not dirt roads. They do have some asphalt, but they're not highways, right? So like the notion of going 70 miles per hour down a stretch of street like you generally wouldn't not really it, it it's actually quite funny because on the stretches where there's actually a highway everyone was going way below the speed limit because driving Wait, on a highway are, are is they, new are, to them like and so they're terrified of it they don't understand still, you know then? or are they like man, how can roads? people go this fast on this this is dangerous 
<laughs> you know. <laughs> oh well, it doesn't help I mean, that a lot of people out there might have something like my grandfather's car, where even when even before the gear got shot, it uh, yeah. was incapable. Its max speed was lower than the speed of the highway. We could only ca- we, it was capping out, flooring it at sixty miles per hour. Well, well it's just kind of funny hearing it once you put it to the fourth gear and you're putting it at maximum. What ends up happening is on that high that stretch of highway going sixty is just going the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it was very stressed. Yeah, it was very stressed the whole time. And, and if it goes um, any, and very Romanian goes, with all with all of these. If it goes any higher, you um, just hear the exhaust just go. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I realize that this has just kind of been floating around talking about my trip and sort of kind of being related to Resident Evil Village at the same time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Stressing itself. Yeah, but so I mean, this is this is a prelude to that video that pretty much you'll be doing. And when 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 you how how so I saw the tail in your stream before we we started recording this particular episode and you you're right before the the second house the infamous second house but yeah there's not really chunk a... of that game that you were probably <laughs> with was with Lady D's castle and I think with this one and obviously the last zone and the second house all in all level design wise is probably the most fleshed out the first the the, the first boss which is lady d and um level four for the bosses and well i'll let you guess who's who three and four she, is at that she point, gets but, so heavily footnoted for no you know, reason like even design, after yeah, dealing with her level design wise you you talk um, very it's very interesting to see all of it kind of be in place and if you were to compare it everyone would probably say level design wise it is lady d's castle that they probably put a lot of love and care for someone that is you know ultimately only like marketing 15 percent of the game i want to say And I think I I I just assume because y- the Capcom did not want to spoil any other aspects of this game, right? Besides the fact that there are werewolves and that Lady D, but the thing is, because of the fact that Lady D was so thin point of f- focus for the promotion for this game, marketing and stuff like that, it was just we would think that she was a little bit much more heavily handed throughout the story right you know but that's also what i was saying is like she got so footnoted it it would have been easier so we can do our spoiler to just like 
and give her a bad narrative, but they really didn't give her one overall at all. Like, you get to the Duke, and he's just like, yes, yeah, so you you understand that you're going to have to do the thing. Uh, saying the thing for the sake of not spoiling what the thing is, but... You have to do the thing, and the thing is with the four different rulers. You already met Lady D. And then that's all he had to say about her. That's the full, that's it. That's, that's late, that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> the thing is, apparently, so something like this happens in RE7, where there's just a huge spoiler room. Makes sense, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, because there's right like now all I know just from the lore, section that I played, lore, spoilers, literally a is... Room. Near the um, tail end of the game. And she had her daughters to this who as well, where there was some experiment that led to bugs basically what eating what them alive. And then those bugs overall, reformed into their bodies, and that is why they were what they were. And for some reason, room, and Lady D attached to them and said, yes, these are in fact my children now. <laughs> but... And then... It definitely felt like it took a long time to get through that section. And I was actually starting to freak out because I'm like, am I taking too long here? Because, like, there's supposed to be way more bosses than just Lady D, and I'm still on Lady D. So, that felt... <laughs> but overall, how did you think about the castle design for, for Lady D's castle? Because you're there for a good chunk of that, of that game, level design-wise... Right. Yeah. yeah, like, I think... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're just fumbling around. I, I mean, for, for me, it took me to probably beat Lady D's part the longest. I mean, well, second longest. When you get to the second house, you'll understand. Oh, I had why that problem constantly to that in Lady D's castle, and it was made but much worse by the fact the, that the, the, they the were extremely aggressive chase moms. So both her and her daughters, really the minute that I would step out of the safe room, the nine times out of ten, I was being harassed. I had to just. You end bolt up in a direction and like hope that that direction was progress and because the the castle is laid out so non-directly it's not a very linear thing at all you could end up in dead ends or worse you could end up in rooms that are technically useful because oh there's an herb in here and therefore the room is marked red on the map <laughs> while you're trying to find the keys that you need to progress um what, but honestly, one of the worst moments and what kept me stuck the longest, I resolved on today's stream, which was where I went over yeah. to um, the area nearest Dimitrescu's 
room, an area that I didn't thoroughly explore because when I first found it, there was a um, there was a scripted encounter with her where she immediately cornered you and you had to get out. So upon revisit, I found, oh, there was a part two to the castle map that reveals how the armory connects to the rest of the map and literally nothing else. It just shows you how to get to the armory that was otherwise floating in the nether. <laughs> Which, once I got it, I was like, oh, Dimitrescu's key works on more than just one door. Fuck. <laughs> like, so much time wasted. I wasted so much ammo. I wasted all of my chem fluid. <laughs> trying to figure out where to go next and the whole time I was just thinking oh I must just have missed the mask in one of these red rooms so I was going through you know hoovering up every collectible item I could find trying in vain to find the key item that would open the next area um, so the gameplay of that I wouldn't say I necessarily enjoyed um, but as far as, like, the castle design, like, how it looks and how it's laid out in, like, kind of a authentic way, right? Like, it is how Pelish Castle would be and, and everything that's in there kind of makes sense. Like, they have a kitchen and a dining room and there's this foyer that leads to the wine tasting room and there's these other things. And with the exception of, you know, the flooded wine section and the weird... I don't even I don't even know how you would get back there. That section where you encounter Lady D in like the dungeon area and she's got her claws out and she starts being like, "Yeah, I can just slice up these marble pillars and then never does it again ever except for that room." Um that one also was kind of just like this doesn't belong here. This is this has entered the realm of James Bond supervillain silliness. But I don't know. Everything else is cool. I like the opera room and that puzzle. Oh my god. Before I get into details, what did you think about that puzzle? That was bad. <laughs> you struggled with it? Because what ended up happening with me, I can read sheet music, so I saw the, the, the notation there and I went, hmm, okay. I know what this is, so I, I just literally started going through it. I was like, okay, so that's a space, so it's F-A-C, so this is starting on C, and then I just kind of played the song, and nothing happened. Oh, yeah. I was like, that was weird. I've been seeing these like little yellow dots uh, appearing on the good. thing, which I think is just its way of telling me that I hit a note, so cool. And then I tried it again, and I tried it a third time, and I went, yeah, I don't know, it's not working. I, I must be missing like an item or something. So I went and, and left the room. Turns out, once I came back, I, I realized what I was doing wrong, which is I was playing the song exactly the way that I was supposed to, but I was playing it an octave up because it was supposed to be, like, on middle C. So I played the song an entire octave off, but otherwise perfectly, and it didn't count because you're supposed to hit a very particular, you know, part of the... yeah. Which I was just like, I failed that in the most impressive way possible. <laughs> Otherwise, totally fine. I thought that was probably the most interesting puzzle in, in the whole game so far, because everything else has been dead simple. The um 
the bell stuff, the bell one was kind of fun too. <laughs> we had to like shoot the five and they were sort of hidden in, in different parts or swinging or whatever. Set of the keys. All right. Well, hopefully I can muscle through it. If these other areas are shorter than the castle, then it probably won't be that big a deal. But overall, I think you're going to enjoy this time around. I think you're going to be irritated at the third part. The third part is a little bit long in 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 terms and the boss battle is just in in my point of view is not just not as interesting as the rest. Okay. Well, I really, I don't know. I, I really hope that it goes well. The uh, the second one, the is biggest concern shorter. for me it's right just now that, is just um, the the game's difficulty is surprising. Like I was playing it's, this it's much originally last year, and I probably even complained about it on stream that I was playing like it on hardcore because I was like, I played Resident Evil Seven. I'm good at first person shooters. I can handle this. And looking at the achievement list. Good. It definitely was, and that... Right. <laughs> I mostly... I mostly said it to Hardcore because I looked at the achievements and I was like, well, it looks like most people actually got the one for Hardcore, so... It must not be that hard. So I set it to hardcore, well, and I got my ass kicked in the village. That first section where you're it, just getting I, I, I chased right then for I don't know how long. A little bit much more higher pace compared to seven, I would think. Granted, you know, I've, I've only played, I've only played oh, seven for like that part. Uh, that part's not. Two I hours. didn't find that part too bad. <laughs> it's just the. Um, what even happened to that part? I honestly don't remember even, like, fighting anything when I was with the, the girl and the dad. You mean the... Like... Oh. Oh, especially especially when you're... When you're with the, the, the girl and the father. I would think that was bad. <laughs> we'll see. So far, the only tough enemy they introduced was the armored guy, which I unloaded a bunch of ammo into. Oh, it gets a little bit bad. It gets a little bit worse later on. Yeah, let's let's just say this much. Uh, I'll probably some, get mad some, based on the kind of conversation gonna this is. Gonna it's gonna be hard uh, after the second house, which. Uh, I think you're going to have a bum time if you don't know how to react correctly. Oh. <laughs> there, oh, no. There's, there's going to be one part in particular. I really kind of want to see how you react <laughs> to it.
when I when I initially when I initially went through that one part, I threw my controller. Not because I was mad, because it got me. The game. I gets did me. have. Uh, I did already have one, one moment because I was trying to be completionist and go like, through the village area before I went into the chimney house. The and is trying to do um, map and it was dead and quiet. Like nothing was going on. I hadn't seen an enemy you, in ages. I was just rummaging through this house. Gets you. And I took a turn and. <laughs> Right around Man, the pillar, it just God, the I loudest snarl so in the right side of my headphone my <laughs> just made me jump on camera, curse out loud. Fortunately, I was entering any closed space with a shotgun in hand, so it just like my yeah. reflex reaction was blast it with the shotgun immediately and watch it bleed to death, but it still got me. Yeah. I just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's better than uh <laughs> like there there's there are I, I really need to see the clip of the uh, of the VTuber reaction that was basically because that that'd be great. VTubers because VTubers were able to play play eight. And there was a reaction where one of the characters reacted very similarly to me. Where they <laughs> just yelled in excitement. And then there was another one who just plays all these horror games all day. When it happened, she just, <laughs> just no-selled it. <laughs> but... Overall, I'm, I'm, I kind of want to see how your reaction to the second place is. I kind of don't want to go through the All second right. place again because once again, are we playing as Lady you know, Tress? I think or are it's going to get to the point that by the Chris? time we have our, you know, our spoiler cast, because I want to be able to talk to you about this game, me, you, and Kill, about this game fairly uh, freely, overall. And gotcha. I think it's so going to get to that point that we're going to probably just get the DLC and probably play through. <laughs> they always pull that card whenever it's like it's a secret. The and I think that would be a it's nice dove end to what 8 is. But it, we, play, uh, we play as a character that. Yes! Yeah, actually. Not very much, story. but I made and some I progress in. Pokemon Arceus. Yes. <laughs> I've actually... So, as someone who does not like Pokemon very much, I enjoyed Arceus quite a bit. Yeah. It felt... Have you played anything it's just else? Very, were you playing anything uh, the, while you were there? I don't know. I, well, I don't really play monster hunter so I, I can't really speak for that but 
it's peaceful. It's right. a very peaceful experience of just like going through yet. a field, I, been meaning to. toss your I Pokeball at a thing, or toss like, your Pokemon at a thing. It. Have like, a have a short uh, battle, which I, I admit the bombastic like kind of takes me out of the relaxation a little bit. But whenever you're not in direct combat, it's kind of just like you're wandering through the woods. And then you see a squirrel, and you're like, oh, that's a cute squirrel. And then you'll keep going, and then you're like, oh, it's a Bidoof. I love Bidoofs. Oh, no, little Bidoof, you went in the river. Oh, well. And you just kind of have these, like, very chilled-out moments most of the time. So for me, that's enjoyable. It's a, it's a very nice, like, zone-out-and-relax game. Um, I don't know at all what, like, gym battles are like, because I didn't get there. I don't even know if I got past the tutorial. Apparently the tutorial on this game is quite long, but they haven't pestered me with any more, like, hint boxes for a while, so I might be in the clear. Um, it was fun <laughs> just having, having, like, free movement and stuff, and I think a lot of what Arceus did was basically a tech demo for what they intended to take the mainline Pokemon games to. I think Scarlet Red and... Vi ultraviolet or whatever they're called both um seem to be taking a lot of notes from what Arceus did in their actual mainline game gameplay what was that <laughs> yeah so i don't know but it was it it, it was it was a fun time the only thing that I didn't... <laughs> I saw... <laughs> I saw the, the trailer with the, um, <laughs> like... That's the, gonna the be new the pa third the game, painful, <laughs> The painful VTuber who is totally a Twitch streamer being like, Hi! Thank you so much for watching my stream. I am the electric gym leader. And here's the new electric well, speak, Pokemon speak, speaking to of, be continued. Speaking of Scarlet, sorry to butt in. Have you have you Um What the hell was it? It was a it was an electric frog, right? Yeah. Uh, that's the only one I saw. I'm not familiar with the rest of what's in those games. Isn't Wiglet, like, from Winnie the Pooh? Oh! <laughs> Wiglet. Wow, this Wiglet looks exactly like a Doug Trio. Oh, wait, hold on. It's this other thing. Yeah. Oh, it's a Nematode! So you haven't seen our Lord and Savior Wiggly. Definitely supposed to be a nematode, but I can see why. No, that's Piglet. <laughs> Not everything has to be a penis, Internet. Not everything. What what hole do you have in your penis, man? Other than the one at the end. <laughs> it's a water variant of of Diglett, but it just looks like. A <laughs> No, no, it's a penis. Just oh my god, yeah, it is a nematode. <laughs> no, or it's a also penis known as the out. Umi Digda. Uh, sorry, sorry, kill. We we're gonna fight for this. E. <laughs> the Umi Digda. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I can't believe it actually has it been done in Japanese. Yeah, it's like a, a penis. It's a sea diglet. Like a dog penis. Like a dog penis. <laughs> and I noticed I've been yelling penis on the top of my, my lungs for the last couple of minutes. <laughs> Dude... <laughs> Do 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 does Nintendo or Game Freak even like look at the comments anymore? Because like, I mean, I mean, come on, that's definitely uh, a smash for for Wiglet. So there there are people that just when people were talking about it, they were just like, I want to pull at it, and I'm like, Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was sure. it was fun. It was <laughs> relaxing. Um, I have no idea if the gym battles are good. I also don't know. I'm a fan of the side quests because it just feels like it's filling space to force me to go out and do stuff when I was already quite content with just wandering aimlessly. <laughs> but but that's just me. What have you been up to? Because <laughs> I realized that uh, I've gone <laughs> for far too long about the things that I was up to. But. But, but you, how so you're enjoying RCS though? So I, well, I mean, I've only been playing Death Stranding, but the thing is, now since I've enjoyed myself with playing it originally, because I'm playing the director's cut, so there's there's a bunch of different things that got introduced a little bit earlier, and another things that just got introduced in general in Death Stranding comparatively from its original version in director's cut, so, and I'm enjoying it, but I'm trying to do. 100% completion this time around so I don't move on with the story which I already know of right now until I hunter or I five star every area that gets introduced the only one that I haven't five starred yet is the one of the main intros in the second area land but I've I've been enjoying my time with it. I I honestly I've I've talked about this with Chris and Kill last week, but I really really missed playing Death Stranding. Awesome. I, I totally yeah, I it's magic I spell that it am had. fully convinced that, that Death Stranding like, yeah, is a no, good I'm, experience. I, I just haven't sure able to dedicate an appropriate it, amount of time to playing it, much like Returnal. Year back so. Then. Once I get but past the 2008 AAA it, games, I'll eventually hit these. Like, yeah, um, no. it's, <laughs> but Koji, it has its Kojima isms. I'm trying to think it. if there's any other. But overall, I've it's a really solid game, and I've I've. Really you said that you were trying to 100% it. What do you still have to get? I think you might have kind of covered it, but is there like a specific achievement or? Ah. Uh,
No, well, all I, hundred well, percenting it is just doing all the packages and making sure that you five star everything and all that much. So it's not too far out of the norm, but it's just that I'm getting things okay. a lot more faster comparatively. Most basically, just you're not afraid anymore yeah. of the of the awful spookies that are and out there dealing with the faults of oh yeah the, my my equipment is degrading much more fast faster than how i usually would have handled it beforehand because of the fact that i'm spending time outside compared feel like to something during my first noteworthy run. happened news-wise recently that people were oh right the bayonetta thing do you have any opinion about that Yeah, it got really, yeah. uh, it got it, real awkward real yeah, fast. Yeah, the the awkwardest part was like, like almost buying there, into the the original story without even like beginning the question. It was like, oh, Twitter said a thing. Okay, I'm just thanks like, for telling yeah, me, Twitter. Love the I fact that your nose is all up in the drama like usual. And then literally within a day, it's just like, nope, all of that's been put on its head. I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> It's a bunch of he said, she says now. Yeah, for for me, it really just cast a light on the broader topic that I've occasionally dug into before, which is just, um, you know, the art of separation of artist from the art, and just being like, all right, this guy's a jerk, and we know they're a jerk, and in modern times, oh, if somebody's a jerk, <laughs> apparently that means. You don't partake in any of that jer jerk's goods or services. <laughs> Even though, if we dig back to the early 1900s, we'll find plenty of examples of people who, even for their time, were jerks, but are notoriously known these days as, like, brilliant thinkers who you really don't want to, like, ignore what they did because what they did was so influential. So what is it about toxic people from the 1900s who were influential versus people who are newly toxic and influential in the year 2022 that makes it okay to bury these but not those you know um and the fact that this is something that happens kind of it just makes me question like i don't know how much should it matter how much should the person's character matter in my enjoyment of something that they had a hand in making for, the, for that conversation okay I think it's, it's well. I would I would like to table this talk because I don't, I would want to have kill on this episode for for a talk like that. Yeah, because I think it'd be very interesting because we've been going yeah. through this uh, now a couple of times. I mean, with 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 certain characters being switched off and who who technically has quote unquote ownership of a character, is it the creator? Yeah, she absolutely doesn't have claim to that. That's not how that works. Like, life, so you, 
And uh, sorry, you know, I realize we'll, we'll table the discussion that, because otherwise I'm just going to start going into I, it. I, I, I have no idea the the original voice actress, English voice actress's name mm-hmm. for it, but the fact that she's called out Jennifer Hale and said, "Hey, you know, she has sure. no rights to." You Let's know, see. I'm, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. Obviously, with me being, with me having been gone for three weeks, and then coming back and holding only really played her as an evil village, and done nothing else besides that and edit my Xenoclash video, which is almost no, done. I mean, it's just, it's very interesting. Overall, It'll be done probably this weekend or possibly days, early next week. But you know, I I, I would um, want to wait for Kyoto to have this conversation so to speak. yeah it feels <laughs> yeah sorry that this is like a super insanely short episode but i don't Do you i, I just, just short for us <laughs> yeah i don't know i just didn't have like uh not much happened and we're getting close to spooky season and the only spooky game i played is something everyone's already played by now <laughs> Shall we kind of just... Oh, I, I, oh wait, there, I did play Scooby-Doo. Did I already talk about Scooby-Doo on cast? Okay, then I haven't done anything interesting. Yep. It's short for us. That's you the know, one. As much as I love do, doing two and a half hour epics. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. So, like, favorite Hort? Yes. But, yeah. I guess we'll move over to questions now, and this is coming from Kyo's Discord server. Yeah, I guess I was trying to interpret, is this, like, my horror favorite, my favorite horror content, or my favorite horror concepts? With Spooky Month Upon Us. What are some of your favorite horror themes? things whether it be movies tv shows or games it doesn't it doesn't necessarily it yeah. doesn't necessarily it, have to be horror related just the essence of spooky so it could be like in general i've noticed like, the more the more i pay attention to like halloween things i really do like the the, the witch theme and it's not just like harry potter like harry potter popularized a certain kind of witchy theme but um you know i liked it in harry potter i liked it in um wendy the witch in a young hillary duff i haven't watched hocus pocus 2 or if i did it was a long time ago that just offhand Okay, then I did not watch Hocus Pocus 2 for sure. I think I watched Hocus Pocus 1. Um, so I'll, I'll have to check that one out. There was also, like... I'm sorry, my brain's fried. Uh, yeah. It's that animated anime by the guy that makes all the good ones, like I Howl's Moving Hocus Castle, Pocus but it's about a witch. Yes, thank you. Kiki's delivery well, service. Great. Suit came out like two weeks ago. So. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great movie, that one. Um, you know, Little Witch, Witch Academia was also pretty fun. And even going further back than that, back in like the old days, because I was a big fan of like Sims games, right? My favorite expansion for The Sims was Making Magic, where it was like you got to go to a spooky themed 
magical world where it was like divided up between here's the magic sector here's the eastern european section and then here's clown and those are like the three flavors of magic in the sims um i guess spoopy spoopy's my favorite spooky i like the essence without necessarily the scare So I'm uh, the one thing that I absolutely love is the Halloween movies. I know I'm a scaredy pants, but for some I think reason or another, the if Halloween we're talking movies, movies it would boil into one of two I've, I've that both scratch a different Halloween kind of itch. First one yeah. is obviously the thing. Certain stories. The thing is a fantastic movie. It's creepy. It's eerie. It is. It's classic. It has I, a lot I of the essence of like the alien movies and that sort of sci-fi element to it as well. Which I dig, and I actually noticed the more I've watched sci-fi, the more clear it is to me that sci-fi and horror are sort of two genres that are almost always intrinsically linked together. Like a lot of sci-fi is pretty scary. Right. And then the second piece of it hmm. would have to be the faculty. No, not the faculty. It's a, That's it's a good a movie classic. too, but uh, Dear Woman. Have you ever seen that one? It's so... Hmm. Yes. D-E-E-R. It is Dear Woman. There is a woman. She is a deer. And then the movie happens about that. Yeah. <laughs> for a couple hours it's, um yeah i mean it's great and probably the best part is uh when a semi-truck driver surprisingly turns his head to the cam to towards the camera as we see no, the uh the hooves the rear hooves of a deer pop up from off screen grab him by the neck and draw him into the back trailer where we never hear from him again <laughs> it's it's such a dumb concept but it's executed so well because it's one of John Carpenter's films so it's it's a great director making a stupid concept work yeah those are my things Interesting. <laughs> What's in a hundred grand again? Other than obviously a hundred grand. Yes, thank you for that, uh, Miles. And next is uh, Pro Hexen. <laughs> they ask, "What is your favorite and worst Halloween candy when you used to go trick or treating?" My favorite Halloween candy of all time is hundred grand. Okay. Because I'm an old, I'm an old soul. What's your least favorite? My it, it's it's uh it's a it's a 
the family thing because both my my father and my <laughs> I like all candy. <laughs> if my child was here, she would probably be forced to partake in hundred grand as well. It's just chocolate with. <laughs> Um, all right. Bits, My answers are like pretty boring, honestly. So, best yeah. case scenario, if I'm getting a, um, I just used the honestly, Three Musketeers, Milky Way, or Snickers, or Reese's, any of those four is like, all right, I hit the jackpot. Those are all like great, stories. especially if I have like an assortment of them, so I don't get sick of any specific one. Worst. struggling to think there are definitely some that disappoint me when i receive oh oh milk duds just there's nothing to them <laughs> god damn it <laughs> All right, we have our cold open. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, I, uh, milk duds. So, yeah. Well, I mean, there's nothing to them, but that's their charm. They're just like an annoyance, but it's annoyance that you can just like suck on. That sounds that that sounds just so wrong out of context. But... Are we talking about milk buds or just nipples? Right. <laughs> See, like, but I I want to like the thing is I want my daughter if she either I go there considering or she, how if they come here if they come cons here considering how safe really it is there to too it's so kind of crazy that this wasn't ever a thing like hey nothing bad will happen if the kids just because, you know, walk about is not a thing or it's it's fairly you don't want to give them candy what's wrong with you people <laughs> so they don't know the concept of going to a neighbor's person um, and then just force Forcing to be Kinda. able to give you candy because of this pagan holiday. <laughs> I use holiday in quotes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends on the definition of worst. Worst in terms of effort put in, or worst in terms of I didn't like it. Um, and with that, let's go on to our final piece of questions here. And okay. It is from Master. All right. So probably Master the worst Master. one I ever had was there and were several say, years where I went as a uh, as a sheriff, and I had like this little badge. And yes. It was it was fine, <laughs> yes. but yes. it had this and like latex mask. Well, oh, it had this latex mask over it, and I think I enjoyed it for a while. And then I came across that Goosebumps book where like the mask, like became part of your. Yeah, Worse yeah. That, that one. Like uh, let's, let's do that. Let's uh, do a personal flair then. Yeah, so I was like, I can't wear this anymore. <laughs> I can't do this one. So that that was the end of that one. Um, there was a period of time where I was Harry Potter most years like because for a long time I had a very close resemblance. Yeah. Um, 
And then uh, there were some years in college where I went as Cash yeah, Dolph, which was, uh, you know, I got a, <laughs> I got a, well, it was, so it was like Gandalf, you know, the, the wizard. I had a beard, like, like a Gandalf beard, and I had a wizard hat. But I didn't have any of the rest of the costumes, so I just wore wore a, ca- a cashmere sweater that I had, and some jeans. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I can, I can see. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> like dressed down Gandalf, you know. <laughs> the hell was that? <laughs> yep, off the 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 great. The grand. <laughs> so you just him on Casual Friday. <laughs> I, I struggle with that question. I think you may as well just He's tell like, us yeah, fly you fools all the things that you have dressed up as. I'm going to wear this sweet cashmere sweater. <laughs> The grand. <laughs> Let's see. Worst costume. Thing is, I don't think I. Because. Oh, I dressed up as a tomato. But that was because all my friends. So there, there's a music video for uh, a Japanese idol group called AKB48, and the song is called Yasai Sisters, which is Vegetable Sisters. It was a huge. It was a song basically <laughs> made for a marketing campaign for this vet, uh, like a V8 style. Oh, nice. Of Did anyone ever juice. ask you why you were a tomato, or were they just like, "Oh, and neat tomato," all the, and that all was the sort girls of dressed okay? Up as vegetables, and my favorite singer in that group was dressed up as a tomato. <laughs> so I dressed up as a tomato as well. Ah, so there he is. Love the costume. I had extenders around and uh, I was just in a white shirt wearing a tomato suit. <laughs> and I wear a green I wear a green cap to make it look like the leaf on the top. That's I I totally agree that if I go into a Halloween shop, I will yes. most likely find a felt suit of a carrot like, oh, more than any of the other veggies you? for some and reason. My friend who but... was a broccoli just came in out of nowhere, and they were like, "Oh." <laughs> Actually, let's the, the let's easiest much, vegetable you'll find these days is a hamburger. Apparently, then there was everyone goes as hamburgers. <laughs> Tomatoes we had to make from scratch. <laughs> broccoli we had to make from scratch. <laughs> Who's going to be the McNuggets? And a potato. potato Any particular dinosaur or just like generically? <laughs> oh man, could have been a Pachycephalosaurus, man. <laughs> but we weren't being the McDonald's value menu. <laughs> Um, oh, so, that must have been a high-effort one. I was I dressed up as a, a dinosaur at one point in time. Um, I dressed up as no, no, it was like a it was like a generic Barney dinosaur. It was it was 
Yeah, it was furful and everything. I remember it was a good childhood. Um, and then I dressed up as Goku at one point in time. I dressed up as Goken or Akuma at one point in time too. And what was funny is, yeah. So at what, that point in time, we had to just deal with the outfit. And what was funny is, I would I had X Men versus Street Fighter the game, and how we had to get the character design because this was pre internet. How long did it take you to stop having red hair after that? We had to. I had to play the game and. My mother behind oh, okay, me. Okay, it's a real, real the quick. <laughs> get the design from the game. So there was just gotcha, a lot of gotcha. timeouts trying to get this Akuma design out. <laughs> and yep. you know, Diamond the the redheaded Asian in Hawaii. Red was, it, it, was you would be famous immediately. And then. The, <laughs> oh, it took me like one and a half days. <laughs> this was like when I was a child, Timber. My parents weren't going to just dye my hair red. <laughs> yeah, we, we were an Asian family. <laughs> yeah, you eventually hit a point with the Halloween thing where you're just like, okay, what yeah. will take zero effort so i could just go get candy and not have to put in any effort (laughs) then there was a time i went up as ichigo and then kai and shiba for from bleach what what, i just had the the gi and that was easy and i could just be anyone else after that All right, all right. I can dig it. I uh, <laughs> I have definitely done that at least once, where it was and then like, I was random, oh, and, and who are um, you going I, I as? And I'm like, I'm going as a gamer. <laughs> you can see by my where T-shirt and jeans and the and fact that I do, in fact, play video games when I'm not in this room. But that is my costume. This was when I was like a teenager, so. Harvest Moon, right? But yeah, lastly, what do you guys think of the massive upsurge in farming games being released? Wow. So hey man, no, I Timber, I, I I don't I'm pretty sure this happened while you were away because Tokyo Game Show <laughs> happened while you were away. I think. Well, I don't know, and man. I already got my rice farming simulator. I don't know if I need more. From the direct during that time half the games half the games in that nintendo direct had some sort of farming gameplay or through and through about it to the point that everyone was just saying instead of you know nintendo direct it was just farming direct yeah i i think it makes sense it's largely i mean without question 
a direct product of what happened in 2020 when Animal Crossing hit the scene, it smashed the gates open. Just before that, there was Stardew Valley, which also kind of perpetuated this thing where it's like, oh, people are really digging these. And then everybody's just like, all right, let's capitalize on this trend. And this is the trend now. Farming games is the trend. Um... Yeah. Yeah. But it's like farming games and some sort of RPG or life sim now. So that's that's the thing. And that that was the major part of this this whole thing is a majority of the games obviously yeah or se- uh, stories of seasons and or it can sort of go with like a persona element of games. of like but then you have all the stuff from like Square where they have a <laughs> it'll be I great think it was Harvest or something I'm I'm all for it honestly thing, and that's the main part but the whole other half of this game is a RPG game. <laughs> Battling as the, someone who is evil doers from as someone who is a massive fan like of peaceful city building games, literally so The Sims and, um, well, I guess those are kind of yes, the I big ones. I can't wait but for Persona I, Six. I I enjoy this sort of thing. I don't want it to get first. oversaturated, but I like the yeah, idea that if it has this school, big magnifying glass on it, where everybody's like, "Okay, let's let's do this," it means far. that we're going to come out of this phase with first. a pretty perfected formula for what like the perfect farming game might look like. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe someone's going to finally do the right combination of unique ideas here that'll. Um, kind of bring my favorite thing into this genre which is you know kind of having people's lives be like a scheduled thing like what if what if we had like uh farming majora's mask or or yeah majora's mask but but like you're growing your crops and they keep getting like diseased or damaged right you're like oh what's going on well i better go back in time and stop the 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 worm diggles from from destroying my crops um i don't know like i I could see time travel farming being a really good novel concept unless it's been done already which would not surprise me but it's also real far out there so i don't know but those that would basically mix the two top trends of the past three years
Uh, there is one more question, but yeah. from Yang, but I think we'll we'll shelve that for. Uh, I'm a fan of Harry Mason, who's in town Silent on vacation. Hill, so th there was a new Silent Hill news <laughs> and from this past like couple hours while you were streaming. So that's the guy from one. You already missed it, but yeah, so I, he's, I think he's we'll, the original we'll, one. we'll table that question. For next episode, because I what's going on, Ken? You played Resident Evil Village and you like didn't Silent play Hill. Silent Hill. Disappointing. I'm just kidding. Have a, like, um, it is a great series, though. It's worth a play. And possibly you. I don't know how much of a big fan <laughs> you are for Silent Hill. <laughs> um, yeah, I do think. I do think Kyo will have is more that, to say on it. I did know true? about this, so I did know that there was gonna be a Silent Hill announcement. Sorry, I, I don't I, I didn't play Silent Hill. Yeah. It's happening. So totally not PT over again. I swear. Timber. Tim, timber timber. It took me like <laughs> double what Kill went through for village. <laughs> for me to play through that. They, they announced it like two days ago and saying like, hey, we're going to do Next this. time on Potosaurus, I will be <laughs> everyone, probably talking about Overwatch like, since I played Overwatch 2 for some reason. Every Everyone was like, is this a, a NFT or a freaking pachinko mission <laughs> announcement? You too? And it wasn't. It was a bunch okay. of other things. But, well, let's shelve that. I will tell Kyo that we didn't <laughs> touch this question. Sorry about that, Yang. But oh, that was me we'll, too. We'll yeah, I think. Which one came first, Arissa or Doomfist? We'll get probably have a more in-depth conversation with that. I know it's so weird. God, that that's, I, that's yeah. another topic. I, I guess I technically do yeah play for sure, watch, we, but we can we can talk. Yeah, the the thing is, the thing, <laughs> so here's the thing with Overwatch. I haven't played right. it since Doom. I haven't played since Doomfist. Yes, so, my name is TimberTaff, and you can find me at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, where I stream no on Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays at something between 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, always ending at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, and always lasting at least two hours. You can do the math on that. I can also be found on twitter.com slash TimberTaff, where I will post pictures of my rabbit called Phantom. He is cute. You should look at the things that I post about him. And also, you can find me on youtube.com slash TimberTaft, where I post various videos about video games, usually video essays, sometimes other things like wacky covers. Most recently, it is a Deltarune video that I posted in January, which means it's been a very long time since I posted, but I will be releasing a video about Xenoclash soon that goes very, very in-depth on the nature of the Corwid. So stay tuned for that. It's probably coming out next week. What about you, Ken? You can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongaku Do You. You won't find me on 
this coming episode though but you can where we talk about all the lovely releases and the top 10 hits of the japanese music industry you can also check out the website where i report about all the new releases in the music industry at ongakiryu.com you can also follow me personally on twitter at otyken1 where i talk about bang dream i know about roboco hey robo josie pro wrestling and random things about my daughter and eventually we'll, we'll have her do some Josie Pro Wrestling. She she went to this gymnasium thing the other day. And she was just bouncing around like a Mexican bean. And I'm like, that's small hope. That's small hope. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this wonderful episode of the Pardosaurus here. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you so much and have a great day. Bye-bye.